everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of Let's Talk Parenting. We have been talking this month to Teresa Carpen. She is a mindset coach, and I'm really excited to get a chance to talk to her. Um, I can't believe it's the end of the month, and we have moved through all of these mindset things, Teresa. It's pretty um, pretty interesting. Um, please introduce yourself, and um, then I'll introduce our topic in, in a little bit. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Barbara. I am surprised that we are have gone through an entire month, and I'm almost sad. I'm like, oh, my gosh, look, I need to be a, a regular. Like, <laughs> Look, I'm throwing it out there, but I really appreciate you for, you know, inviting me to share with your audience. But for those of you who don't know me, um, my name is Teresa Carthren, and as Barbara said, I am a mindset strategist. Um, I am a coach that works with um, people to help them to um, uh, exact uh, to ex- execute actually on your dreams. To not let them just stay a dream, but helping you go from idea to actually extreme execution. And, um, you know, I, I do that by walking you through what I consider to be the four pillars that help each one of us to be successful, and that is definitely mindset, um, finances, uh, our physical health, and uh, spirituality, which we are going to talk about today. Very good. And um, so I encourage you, if this is the first time you're hearing Teresa, there are three other really good chats that we've had where we have, we started off talking about financial mindset, we've gone into physical mindset, we talked about our, in, our intellect and our mental mindset. And like she said, today we're going into the spiritual aspect of our mindset. These are the four pillars that she uses with her clients, and I think that they are important for all of us because it gives us a chance to get our heads in the game in every area of our lives. And so, Teresa, I want to I want to start this by talking about what is a spiritual mindset? What do you consider to be important part of developing a spiritual mindset? Mm, that's a great question. Well, a spiritual mindset is when you have this understanding that you know, that there is something out there that is much bigger than you that can help to guide you on this journey that we call life to become the best, absolute best version of ourselves. You know, we have great strength um, in many, many areas, but, you know, within our own humanness or our own strength, you know, there's a lot of failures in there or a lot of, Stumbles, you know, we get up and we fall, we get up and fall, but it's that extra, like that something deep inside of us, that recognition of something higher or bigger than us that actually helps us to keep standing up and to keep going forward. Otherwise, um, you know, we would probably fall and just stay down. So that's really what a 
spiritual mindset is. Okay, yeah. so go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just gonna. You know, I was gonna ask you, how does one create a spiritual mindset? It sounds like we were going in the same direction there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, how you create, you know, that spiritual mindset? You know, uh, Barbara, I always believe in you know taking inventory and you know making your decision about, you know, what is spirituality, you know, for you. I mean, for some of us, it's Christianity. Um, You know, there are different denominations out there. Sometimes, you know, for others of us, it's just recognizing that there's a higher power. But whatever it is that you uh, decide is is going to be that guiding force for you, um, finding out more about it. You know, getting involved um, with, um, you know, with other people or with things that will help you to have a better understanding of it so that you can tap into the goodness of it to bring about what it is that you are looking for. So it sounds to me like you're talking about, A, being deliberate, Yeah. B, joining a community that believes what you believe and plugging in. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, using what you learn in in that in that arena to then fuel your ability to continue to move forward to strive to allow allow that understanding of something higher and deeper to push you forward yes absolutely so like you said being deliberate and developing your community and then taking action you know we don't want to just be hunter gatherers where we're just getting information but we never actually apply it or we never actually execute on anything we want to have this spirituality, these ideas, these thought processes to become a part of us, um, you know, so that we can actually, you know, tap into those things when we need the most. Yes, I love that. So in talking about that, um, what are some of the things that you have done with clients to help them to get into this particular headspace? Are there some activities or there some uh, exercises that you've had people do to really get into that space for themselves? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I mentioned to you, um, and I think on our first uh, talk, how we are putting together, we had actually started, but we've had a lot of response, so now we're really um, kind of setting up some guidelines and and I think we're going to have, like, a Facebook community. We're trying to establish, like, a great um, pathway for communication um, uh, between us so that each day for 120 days, so the 120-day challenge to basically advance ourselves in all of these areas. But, um, you know, one is inspiration. You know, drawing on inspirations and encouragement from whatever, you know, our, how, our, our higher power is. For me, 
Um, it is uh, Christianity. Um, so, um, you know, for those clients that I have who, you know, have a Christianity base, um, or really it doesn't matter what the faith or what the denomination is, then really we kind of find verses, um, readings, um, that provide some type of inspiration, um, and we make a collection of them. I mean, it could be, you know, a good 15 to 30 reading, short, short things, short readings um, that you can draw upon each and every day. And, you know, placing those things, whether they're in a journal, me personally, and, and most of my clients have adapted this, I love color, Barbara, and I love index cards. So I use neon index cards, and we take those, um, you know, inspirational readings or those words of encouragement and place them on index cards. And, you know, they're easy to carry around or they're easy to kind of post up somewhere, whether it be on the bathroom mirror or on your, you know, your computer screen or, or you know, neatly placed in your car or in your wallet. So just having those things around. And then um, music, you know, tapping into the inspirational music that, you know, whether it is the sound of the music. I mean, I, now I get very specific, Barbara, um, like identifying musical instruments uh, that seem to be your favorite. So, for instance, in my toolbox, my favorite uh, instrument, actually, I have two, is the piano and the French horn. I absolutely like the love the sound of those. So um, I have identified uh, songs that have those instruments in them where my ear really picks up on it. Or it could be particular songs um, that really kind of, you know, when you're down or when you need peace or when you're grieving or whatever the circumstance may be, that these songs um, can, you know, help you to get your second wind, can bring you peace and calm, um, you know, when you're angry or when you seem to be uh, distressed. So, you know, so we have readings, um, we have music, um, uh, you know, getting to really know like yourself, like whether it's um, um, fragrances, um, all of those things. So develop your spiritual toolbox your go-to box of things and having those things available to you at all times. Now our cell phones are such powerhouses, you know, that we can have go to our notes section and put so many different things in there so that that way you know that you can go and draw on those things when needed. Okay, so now I'm going to give a plug for you and your website. Well, the website, guys, is imtheresac.com. And on there, I don't know if you have a shop yet. I know that you've been working on developing a shop. But please put your fit cards on there because I love those fit cards where you have inspirational sayings for 30 days. Um, and you get you get little cards. And, and, and you know, it's just a little, it's a little added help. I really love those. And oh, so. Yeah. Well, thank you for yeah. making those. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really love those. And so. Um, if you're looking for a place to start on some of these inspirational things, you're not sure where to start, Teresa has on her um, 
I think I will she has an online store. <laughs> You're working on the store. Okay, so on the store she has these little fit cards that are inspirational um, saying that for, you know, 30 days you can go through and you'll have one each time and, you know, um, that's a good place. That would be a good place for you to yeah. start if you're not sure where you want to start. If you want looking for some ideas, looking for a little help with that, I love those cards. They really yeah. do, you yeah. know, what keep you know me. Um, you know what? The uh, just to tell your audience a little bit about those cards. There is actually a shop. So some of the things um, that I mentioned to you, like the fragrances, because I do have candles. Um, so my candles. You know, the names of my candles are, you know, Believe, Strong, um, Beautiful. Uh, you know, they there might be some rose fragrances and things like that, but the names of um, the fragrances for my candles evoke um, strength, you know, and, and you know, gold. Um, but the cards that Barbara mentioned, I actually developed those cards um, really because I had a need. I had a need for, and I'm, I don't know if anyone in, in your audience can identify with going into a workplace where it's just stressful or going through some situations in your life where it's really stressful and it's like, oh, you know, like like it's going to take more than just the strength of me to get me through this, this <laughs> have, have me coming to this job every day, not, just, not just lose it, right? Uh-huh. Or, or, or it seems like maybe, you know, your supervisor is, you know, it seems like you're being picked on or, or singled out or whatever the case may be. And, I mean, there have been times where I've got, taken a Bible to work and put it in my desk drawer. But, you know, a Bible is something that is, you know, it's so easily identified. There's nothing wrong with the Bible, but, you know, it, it's like I can spot a Bible a mile away, right? Right. But these cards I just the I, I wanted to have something that would be very small and discreet not that we're hiding it but I wanted it to be something that you could just carry with you absolutely everywhere and so the cards are there's actually 52 cards so it's like a card deck and the cards are small enough to place in your purse or in your wallet or in your pocket or your pants pocket or skirt pocket you can place a card in there and just take that card with you for the day. And, you know, if you need that bit of inspiration or for those of, 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 of um, us who live in uh, cities that have subways or you ride the bus or you use any type of public transportation, you can easily pull that card out and you can read it. And it has a word of encouragement, but it's also backed up by scripture. So it may say that, you know, uh, an affirmation that says I am strong, but then the scripture, you know, uh, will say that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. But it, it's separated out like that so that we understand that we don't have to have a scripture to know that we are strong. But for those of us who would enjoy that scriptural um, confirmation, then it is it is there. And so that is really that purpose of those cards to be something that anyone has used and is, it can use at any time. And, you know, when I'm at my desk, hey, and I'm at work, I'll, I'll say, you know what, I need to go to the bathroom. And I'll just excuse myself and just take my card on in that bathroom and pull it out. You know, <laughs> that, that, 
<laughs> but even if you're pulling it out on your desk, you know, it's, there's nothing about it that, um, you know, in the world that we live in today, you know, we're all so different. And, you know, some people say, well, hey, I'm offended by that. I mean, there's nothing about the card that is going to uh, signal that, but it will definitely give you encouragement. So I appreciate you mentioning that, but I wanted to just kind of explain those cards uh, to people, and I will add those um, to the site because I have people ask for those all the time. Yeah, the, the, that's one of the things that I love about uh, how you've put things together because you don't just talk about these things. You actually make give people the tools they need to have these things. So you have the cards, you have the candles. Are there any other kinds of tools that you have that are going to be available in your shop that you want to you want to share about? We haven't really talked about that during this time, and and I would like people to know that these are some things that they can go and find. So you talked about your candles, you talked about your cards. Are there any other items that you have for sale? I know you have, of course, the Fit Book. So, I mean, that, that was the basis of all our conversations this time around. Uh, and you have another book coming out. When is that book coming out? Do you have a date yet? Yeah, so I do have a new book. So my first book was titled Financially Fit. And that book, you know, it basically teaches you how to stabilize your finances prepare for emergencies, and also to prepare for when you are going to exit the workplace and to be able to exit um, the workplace well. So use, utilizing the money that you already make today, that book will teach you how to pay off all debt. And I do mean capital A-L-L debt. <laughs> I mean, your car, your home, everything within 10 years or less if you will follow the strategies uh, that are in that book. Um, but my next book is going to be called In His Presence, um, and that is what I really thought that I would originally write would be a daily word, um, which is similar, you know, to the cards, but it will be have pages where you can actually write and journal. And so that book is um, – coming up um, in January. So it will be January 1st. That book will be available, and I will be starting the pre-sale uh, for that book very soon. Um, and then also, um, if you visit my website, uh, com, you will see that my goal um, for 2021 is to make self-love, self-care, and self-affirmation go viral. I think oh, I we, we need some of that to make self-love, self-care, and self-affirmation go viral. That is like my number one goal for the year 2021. Uh, I plan to be doing some podcasting and perhaps a YouTube channel, you know, talking about these four pillars that you and I have been speaking about over this time. So I really appreciate that and hope that people will be looking out to see what will be coming next. But um, already I have developed a self-love planner. Uh, it is a 90-day self-love planner, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> Look, I love my own products. But trust me. <laughs> but, okay, but, you know what? Let, let, let me just stop you right there because <laughs> I think this is so important, Okay. 
we get, we pour our blood, sweat, and tears into creating things that we know and we believe will help people, and then we get shy about it. Uh, please, if you have spent your your blood, your sweat, your tears, your time, your energy, your money creating something, be proud of it because it's something that you created to help people. We, nobody goes into alone into a place to create something that they want to share eventually that there's love in that thing. And absolutely, you should love your own products. Well, you should love what they're going to bring to people. So take a, take, a, take a page out of Teresa's book and love your stuff and love what it's going to bring to people because you created it because you want to bring stuff to people. And I, that's why I talk about um, the, the products that, that my guests make because the whole point of it, the whole point of putting it together is because they love people want to help people. So darn straight. Okay, so go ahead, Teresa. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, well, absolutely. Uh, you know, the candles, uh, you know, each product that, um, you know, I have um, has truly been, you know, a labor of love. It has been something that I identified as a need, you know, for either directly for myself or for the community that's around me, you know, the things that I'm hearing uh, from people. And um, with the self-love planner, there was uh, I, I, I was – what I was experiencing was the people that were around me, especially amongst our women, you know, I was hearing about a lot of loneliness. Um, and then also, you know, really pre-pandemic, what was the topic? Bullying. Bullying. Mm -hmm. You know, now since the pandemic, COVID-19 is here, we don't hear so much about bullying, but when we were really all together we were hearing so much about bullying. Well, you know, the thought that came to me was, you know, I thought about, you know, my days of growing up, and we had sticks and stones, may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But, um, you know, yeah, in the midst of told. Yeah, but in the midst of that's what I was told. But you know what? Today... Today, I have coined the phrase word, the new dietary supplement, because what do, we, what do we thrive on? We thrive on words, and not just the words that we say to ourselves, but we, we thrive on the words of other people. And the thought that came to me was, you know what, the reason why we are able to be bullied, if we are able to be bullied, is because we don't really understand who we are. And, and there, there hasn't been enough time or thought placed on, you know, giving ourselves that confidence. Like we're looking to others to affirm us. We're get, looking to others to say that I, they love us. But you know what? When we love ourselves, when we take care of ourselves, when we're able to affirm ourselves, you know what? Mm, I don't know, that person on Facebook that I've never met before mm, saying something crazy, it's not likely that that's going to hurt me so much. You know, I'm probably going to, you know, have enough strength to just block that person. So 
So my goal is to really teach us how to take care of ourselves, to be able to give our own selves that pat on the back, not wait for someone else. You know, self-love, self-care, and why do I have a planner? Because guess what, especially for those of us who are ladies, but you know what, ladies, I don't even want to just take it all for us. Our men, you know, we don't know how. We know how to give and do and take care of and provide for others, but how often do we really just stop and focus on ourselves? I actually did an experiment, Barbara. I had a group of my friends, um, some married, some single, uh, had them over um, to my house, and in a uh, big bowl, you know, I always have to get elaborate, but, you know, I like to do exercises, <laughs> just kind of see. And I got this crystal bowl out. You know, I made it all fancy. But, again, I took my neon index card, and I wrote a question on the card, and I threw it into, you know, the bowl. And every and I told everybody they had to go up to the front of the room. We were just in my den. And then they had to, like, pick a question and read the question. Well, pretty soon everybody realized that they all had the same question. (laughs) The question was just on different colored neon pieces of paper. Some were on typing paper. I used different colors of ink. And they would say, we all have the same question. And I said, no, you don't have the same. You have a different question because it's on a different color paper. It's written in different ink. So that question is just for you. But guess what the question was? The question was, Tell us why you rock. Oh, I love that. So I love that. That's so good. But at the end of the day, Barbara, guess what? I thought that this was just going to be this fun, fun game, right? And people were going to go, oh, well, I rock because I so-and-so, I this, I that, you know, I hung the moon and the stars. Guess what? <laughs> Every single person began to cry. So did I tell you that I had men in the room? Yes, you did. single person, the men and the women, all cried when they were forced to say good things about themselves. I told them they could not say anything about their spouse. They could not talk about their children. They had to tell us why they were special. Why wow. are you special? And and wow. it was it was hard for them to say, well, you know, I'm special because you know what I mean. Because so it was really difficult. And so, <sighs> thus wow, you have, that's something significant. Yeah. So thus you have the self love planner because through this ninety day journey in the planner, it it has goal setting, but every single day there is a word of encouragement. Um, Every single day there is an uh, there's an affirmation that you are supposed to look yourself in the eye in the mirror and repeat to yourself seven times and so there's accountability once you've done it you sign off in the in the planner there's uh, goal setting there's like to do list like your daily to do list like what are the top three things that are the most important you to get done today so if you're a person who struggles with your productivity and procrastination i mean it's it's a it's a book of accomplishment um and so at 30 it's a 90-day journal 
but you know it asks the question like what do you like what are your goals what do you want to do and then what are the obstacles give us you know tell me some obstacles to these goals and then also give me three ways that you can overcome each obstacle because and that's in there because you know most times what happens is we want to do something we want to accomplish something but what happens we immediately think of the obstacle and we get shut down but the planner pushes you to say okay that's an obstacle give me three ways you can overcome this obstacle and then there's a 30-day check-in to say hey okay how's it going this is this is what this is what my goal was this is what i've been doing did those obstacles even show up or was there a new obstacle that showed up okay how can i overcome this obstacle so it's it's it's, it's a a self-love planner uh, but it's a productivity, and I hope that at the end of completing it that, you know, we're all going to feel accomplished. And so that uh, planner um, is also coming out. So In His Presence and the Self-Love Planner are coming out, okay. and there are different covers for men and women. Go ahead. Okay, so I, I want to stop just for a second, and I, I want people to realize something. We started out our conversation talking about spiritual things, and I think a lot of people might think we've gotten off track. But I really want to drill this down and turn it around so people understand self-love is much about your spirituality as anything else. And uh, I'm going to just borrow uh, for a second from this scripture because there's a scripture that says, Love your neighbor as yourself. And so many, and we say that all the time, but there's a hidden, there's a hidden commandment in there. And I call it the hidden commandment because it says you have to love your neighbor, but, you're, but there's a condition on loving your neighbor as you love yourself. So you have to love yourself first, and it is a, it is a hidden commandment. God tells us to love ourselves. And we have to be willing to do that. And that's why self-love is so important, because you can't give what you don't have. Oh, now, Barbara, we'll have to at some time, at some point, um, if, if you ever, you know, I know you're talking to parents, uh, that would actually be a great parenting um, conversation. Um, uh, it's when you are, it's difficult to, what I will add to that is that when you don't love yourself, when you really don't appreciate yourself, when you cannot compliment yourself, it is very difficult to accept love, confirmation, affirmation, admiration from others without question. Ooh, I love that. That's a good word. Now, catch that? I mean, yeah, it's... That was it's, amazing. Say it again, Teresa. Share that again. Say it again. So when you don't love yourself, when you have difficulty um, affirming yourself, when you have difficulty complimenting yourself, it is very difficult to accept love, affirmation, and admiration from
from others without question. If I don't love me when a man says that he loves me or he admires me or he compliments me, then I question why is he saying that. Oh, that's so good. So here's the thing, too, that I think is very important. And, you know, I agree that self-care and self-love is very important. As a matter of fact, in the, in the monthly uh, emails that I send out on our website, um, week five, we don't have that many weeks, five, but every week five we talk about self-care. We talk about taking care of ourselves and loving ourselves. And this is why this is important, okay? To me, as a parent educator, I, I'm going to share. Your kids pick up 80% of what you do. They only take 20% of what you say into the future, but they take 80% of what you do with them. If you don't take care of yourself and let your kids see that you are taking care of yourself, they won't do it either. And you don't want your kids living a life where they're so busy taking care of everybody else's needs, they're not taking care of their own. And the way you teach that is for you to take care of your own. And this is why self-love it's so important, and I'm so glad to hear that, Teresa, you are taking that on in 2021. I love that. Yes. And, you know, um, talking about, you know, the lessons, let's talk about, like, um, if you will, uh, if you want to, parenting and spirituality, you know, with our, with our children. You know, how do we, you know, involve our children in um, the spiritual practices that we have, whether it's, you know, um, uh, you know, going to church, listening, um, you know, to music, reading the Bible. What you just said um, is definitely um, very true. I, to this day, um, I, I, I actually still utilize some of those um, spiritual practices that I witnessed in my own home. When we were uh, growing up, my mom used to, I don't know if you remember or if, if your audience knows that um, Aretha Franklin, that when she started, she was actually a gospel artist. And um, Aretha Franklin... I have Franklin, that. I have huh? that. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Right? So Aretha Aretha Franklin's father was a minister, mm-hmm. and Aretha Franklin started out as a gospel artist. And so Aretha Franklin's album, or, you know, I don't know what it was. It was I think it was like an 8-track or whatever, but I still... <laughs> We're talking back in the day, back in the day. All right. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, but I, just because, you know, that particular... I know that that was an album when it started out. You know, we were probably listening to like an eight track or a cassette. Um, mm-hmm. But um, um, uh, Aretha Franklin started out as a gospel artist, and so her music as a gospel artist was what was on in my house every morning when our feet hit that floor as we were preparing for school. I mean, back like in kindergarten. And so all of those songs um, 
those songs, the words to those songs are are just kind of a part of me because literally they would play every single morning, you know, as we would um, get ready for school. And, um, you know, um, I remember, you know, going to church, you know, with my, you know, with my mom. So I know that, you know, today um, with my friends who have uh, children, sometimes there's a struggle uh, about what do they do, especially if it was something that they didn't really enjoy or maybe they went to church and they went to church all the time or, you know, how do they, you know, still, you know, get their children involved in uh, spiritual practices? Well, what you said was children really observe way more of what you do than what you tell them. So, you know, so setting aside, you know, whatever your spiritual practice is or what you want to instill in your kids, you know, especially now during the pandemic, these are great things that you can start to implement, you know, at home. You know, do you want to instill some type of reading time and and read inspirational things? I can remember when um, we were going to, even up to junior high, we would have, as a school, a time where we would all stop and we, what I remember is that we were all on one accord. We were not necessarily praying or reading from the Bible, but I know that it was like a big thing if you were selected to read, like the inspiration of the day. And it was really just mm-hmm. like a word of, it was a, it was a word of encouragement or they, we would have these little mini stories about how to do the right thing. You know, oh, like, the, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and so... Whatever it is that your practice is, like setting aside time in your home for those things to take place and your kids to see you um, participating in it, you guys doing it, you know, together. What I remember, I don't remember any of those little stories, but what I do remember was the pride that I felt that, you know, our school at that very moment for those two to five minutes that we were all on the same page, that no matter what you were doing, we all knew if you were walking in the hall, you were to stop immediately, you know, that, that and it would come over the PA, that we were all on the same page. So giving your, your children that, you know, that there is a time where we as a family are all on the same page um, can really... I love uh, that. Something that is that, and, and you're 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 bringing up. Uh, uh, I, I'm in the process of writing a book too, so I'm going to share my book. Uh, um, it's going to be a while before it's out. It's coming out the, the middle of 2021, but it's called Kingdom Parenting: Teaching Your Children the Fruits of the Spirit. So, I you can't teach it if you don't live it. I mean, that's ultimately. Uh, uh, that, that's what my book boils down to. And so I am working on teaching um, folks how to live it out before their kids because that's what they need. They need to see you doing it. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, and we want to give them, we want to give our kids something to where, you know, the spirit, uh, when we're talking about spirituality, spirituality is something that is with us all of the time. 
no matter no matter where we are, whether we're by ourselves or whether we're in a group in in a group or uh, in in the midst of this huge crowd, or if 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 it's light or if it's dark, if it's raining, if it's cold or hot, no matter what, the spirit the spirit part is with us always. So as parents, we're not always able to be right by our kids' side. You know, they do leave us. So there are things that we want, you know, them to have that's going to be able to help to give them guidance. And um, that is where spirituality comes in. So whatever it is, as your kids are able to see you doing it, you know, if there is a song, you know, that really brings you joy, that helps you to really uh, be able to pull through. Share that song or those songs, you know, with your children. If you're not a great singer, them even hearing you humming it, or it just playing, you know, in the background sometimes. Maybe instead of um, having the television on during meals, maybe develop a family playlist and have this, those songs be a part of that music that is playing in the background. I mean, that's a, that can even be a fun activity to create the family playlist. I love that idea. I love that idea. So um, if you follow us, you know that one of the things that I recommend that you do is have a spring-free evening at least once a week, this would be a good time to talk about your family playlist and just and, and start developing it. That that would be a great activity. Um, as a matter of fact, Church, I'm going to borrow that and use that as a uh, as a blog post um, for um, for our, and I, and, I'll, and I will give you credit for it um, in the blog post. <laughs> I will let people know uh, where I got it from, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I think it's really important for, I mean, music is is something that we use for living. And you know what I love about it is that we don't all have favorite music. Like you were saying, your favorite instruments are the piano and the French horn. As soon as you said that, I know, I know one of my... Uh, one of mine is a soprano sax. I love a soprano sax. And I also love an electric flute. I used to play flute. So... Um, but I love an electric flute, so I, th- that's really interesting. I love that. Um, are there any other things that you'd like to uh, share with us? I mean, we're just about running out of time here, and I just want to uh, thank you so much for taking this month with us and giving us so, uh, your four pillars and talking about them in a way that can really help us. Um, so are, are there any other things about spirituality that you would like to share that we haven't talked about already? Um, you know, the only thing about um, spirituality that I would like to share is that, you know, no matter what your belief system is within, I mean, every belief system that I have reviewed, um, you know, definitely that there is a power that is much bigger than you and that no matter what it is that you are going through, that you can make it, that you can make it, that, you know, don't give up, you know, that there is 
that there is peace, that there is victory on uh, the other side, that there is victory after this, and that if you really just lean into the spirit, tap into it, and allow yourself to trust that there are just only good things ahead. Wow. What a good place to end our discussion. Um, I have been talking to Teresa Carthen. The name of her website is IamTeresaC.com. Teresa, I want to thank you so much for taking this month to help us to, to discover your four pillars and to just get a chance to really get it involved in um, what you do as a mindset coach. And I hope that um, you continue to share your wisdom with the world, um, not, to, not to mention your products. And um, uh, just thank you. Yes, thank you so much, Barbara, again, for having me. And thank you uh, to your audience for tuning in. Um, you know, as I said, and Barbara's mentioned, my website is IamTeresaC.com, and Teresa does not have an H, but TeresaC.com. If you go um, to the middle of the home page and click on Join the Movement, um, and then you can put your information in there, and it will send me your information, and I will reach out to you and let you keep you in the know about uh, all of the upcoming things that um, – I will have coming into the new year. If there are any projects, any goals that you have, um, I would love uh, to be a part of your team, to be in your toolbox, uh, to help you to reach those things, and just would just love to hear about what your needs are because whatever they are, I'm sure that um, someone else out there has it, and perhaps that will also help me uh, to continue on my quest uh, to help others. But for 2021, the goal is to make self-love, self-care, and self-affirmation to go viral and just remember that you are the most important piece of your life's puzzle. Without you, your life's puzzle would always have a hole in it. No one can take your place, and you are so, so needed. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Let's Talk Parenting podcast. We've been talking with Teresa C., Teresa Carson, who is a mindset strategist. You can reach out to her at IamTeresaC.com. I thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll catch you next time. Have a good one.